Life Cool Games Inc. Video Game Design Podcast from Polygon.com. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Nick, you've been collecting those uh, anime kids. Oh, you're talking about Fire Emblem Heroes? Yeah. Yes, I, I have. I want to talk about it because it came out yesterday. And uh, 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 Nick, it's a fucking inspiration for what we do here at Cool Games Inc. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking inspiration. I am inspired by this piece of uh, iPhone software. And can you elaborate on what you mean by that? I've given it like $14. Okay. Yeah. I, and I had the $14. And I, uh, what, what was I going to spend it on? A couple cups at Yogurtland with generous scoopfuls of toppings. Right. Maybe some diapers for your Maybe child. Diapers would actually shit. I do need yeah. I do need to get some diapers, but no. I decided to spend them on anime kids. Oh, well, hold- specifically you spent them on orbs. Right, but then the orbs become anime kids through I don't know, it's there's some sort of uh in canon magic that I'm I think really is- I'm really I don't know, we're only a couple days in, maybe this will fade, but I'm still so tickled by the quantity and quality of the orbs in that game. Every time you finish a mission, it's like you got one you got orb. One orb, yeah. Like, hell yeah, I love to get an orb. Give me and the orb. And then you use that, and you buy you buy the kids, and then you shoot them out of your gun. You have a gun that shoots anime children, and I love it. I love it. I love it. And you the anime do. kids are like they have swords. What um, did you get? Oh, just a bunch of garbage. Nobody good. I know you got Camilla, and it's like I know I I know you know I got Camilla. Would die, I, I would die for a good green right now. Camilla is green, and so like, I want that. I'm not gonna um, lie. Every pull I did, I would like just grab the greens and then dip up out of it because I was oh, trying I to work my way towards getting Camilla. She gets like her own like cutscene that plays when you pull her from the gachapon. Man, like it's it's right. a high budget affair. It's so incredible. Let's, about these anime kids and why I'm so inspired by Cool Games Inc. It is the, um. Like I said, 14 bucks or so. Uh, the way that they have monetized it is the most savage thing I think I've ever seen mm. a game pull. Because it has a stamina meter, and I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to purchase that. Because it's like, you ran out of stamina. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'm done playing today. Right. Thanks, thanks for the break, Fire Emblem Heroes. The orbs, though. So if you haven't played the game, it's, it, the, the gameplay is pretty fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little more rock paper scissorsy than I would like, but there's there's more nuance than I sort of expected. But you buy the anime kids with orbs, and you spend mm-hmm. you can unlock the orbs very 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 slowly by playing the game. Like Nick said, for every mission you beat, you get an orb, right? Or and, and then once you have five orbs, you can spend that on unlocking a slate of five unlockable heroes, and you get to pick which like color you want to pick, and then that's five orbs, and then the next one's four. I thought it was going to go down three, two, one. No, it's no. It goes five, four, 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 three. That's their Fibonacci sequence. Anyway, what I love and what I want to, what is so inspiring to me, costs five fucking orbs to unlock an anime child. Okay, but I'm out of orbs. Um, but I really want to unlock a child. So I'll t- I'll tell you what, game. How much? How much? Um, for some orbs. How much? Like for the lowest amount of orbs. Uh, that'll be one dollar ninety nine cents American. Oh well, that's. A for lot. Like 50 orbs? That's a lot just for that's just for so to unlock one anime child is two dollars. That seems like a lot. Oh no, 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 no. You no. misunderstand. It's uh three orbs. Well, you can't do anything with that. Yeah, two dollars for three orbs. So you do that twice and you get yourself a kid and some change. Holy shit. Four dollars. It's like a virtual console game. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, twelve ninety nine and you can get two kids. For tw- what the fuck are you talking about? $2 and $2 and you get no kids. How's that sound? Pretty right. in, bad, actually. In exchange for your... T- let's say you have zero orbs. You mm. do a $2 microtransaction and you come at the other end of that able to buy zero 
friends. I like, think if if I fucking like, it, I, there's old people who are like back of my day, I could buy a Mars bar for a for a shiny buffalo dime, mm-hmm. and I would show them this game. And be like, for two dollars, you can get no virtual kids, right? And they would be they would just be reduced to ash. If I had to explain to my great grandmother that like I spent two dollars on a virtual boy, not a virtual boy, but like a virtual boy, a virtual yes, a lowercase v, lowercase b, virtual boy, she would not understand that. But if I, the only thing harder than explaining spending two dollars to get a virtual boy is explaining spending two dollars to get no virtual boys. Yeah, or to get explaining half of that the I, idea of a boy, I, or explaining that I have spent like fourteen dollars to get like three virtual boys. What's yeah, like? Been, what's I, uh, I? What's wrong with me? I guess is the is, is the follow up there because yeah, I could go. Thing. I could go and I could buy a bunch of Fire Emblem stickers that have physical <laughs> fun representations of all of my favorite kids, and I could put that on my fucking laptop case. But but no, here I am spending fourteen dollars on this, and uh, and it was the same boy twice. That's well, you can feed one of the boys to the other boy. I made one boy eat the other boy. Yes, and he got more SP or some bullshit. Um. Anyways, I like it. I think it's a good game. It's fun. I've been it's doing it in six dollar increments to kind of dampen the dampen suffering. The blub. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, and like I said, I think I mentioned this last time. Like I'm almost always holding my baby because he is doing like a sleep strike, which is a weird new. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, it's a fun new tactic. I don't know like what the fuck conditions he's protesting because you yeah. know he's a baby and we give him everything. But no, yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little worried. You should probably lock your doors and hide your driveway because I'm a little worried that Uber Baby is going to come in and bust that strike right up. Yeah. Provide some new point. babies who will Get sleep soundly. Get a baby soundly. scab in here. A baby um, scab. So I, I'm almost always holding holding Henry, and so I, it is the fucking perfect game to just play with one hand. And there's a Dude. lot of different stuff to do. Like, it's not just the story stuff. Like, the PvP is kind of cool, and the tra- there's lots of training stuff, and you're mm-hmm. always, like, getting these little carrots. It's, it's, it's fucking good, but the economy of it, to not even give me five orbs for $2 is fucking bananas. It's, it's wild. I think, um, I, I do agree, like, something that I love about this game, and this has been true of every mobile Nintendo game so far, and I hope it's true about all of them into the future, they're all uh, like portrait mode, vertical, one-handed games. Mm-hmm. Which I think in your situation, like if this was a game where you had to turn your phone sideways to play Couldn't it, you just it. wouldn't you Could wouldn't get to play, play it because you got a baby yeah. in the other hand. Like I, I vastly prefer something that I can like play one-handed while standing up on the bus or just like living my life. I don't want to ever turn my phone sideways again. You know, it was my one-handed vertical jam before this came around. Before, when I had when I had uh, three a.m. baby times. Hmm. Chess. You heard of it? Mm-mm. Did Not you just ch- search the app store for the word chess? Yeah, I just thought, like, what if I got really into chess? And there's so much, ch- there's a lot of things going on in chess. Now, how much, How what's the orb to new piece ratio on chess? Like, if you want to buy a new, if you want to pull a five-star rook, what are, what are your odds look like? What are the percentages, the rates, and how much does it cost? It costs, I mean, it costs 60 orbs to get one queen, right? Right, but you you can only buy twenty five orb increments, and it costs a hundred dollars. Um, I mean, maybe this is our first game of the week. This is Cool Games Inc. a game design podcast that we do. Uh, maybe we make a game about like chess, but with gachapon microtransactions. That's pretty good. Like you get to you for five orbs, you get five pieces, and it's probably going to be just like a shitty pawn. But if you get two pawns, you can feed them to each other. There's a four star. There's a five star. Um. 
now what will they what would they do because i know there's there's like chess i think there's a game called chess 2 and even chess 3 yeah um and I, i'm i'm very very into that but like what is that what, what what were the orbs what would the higher star units entail by the way i'm also not sure what that entails for fire emblem but right i think they would just be better oh <laughs> they would just be better and make the game easier because that's that as somebody it. who like immediately spent six dollars in fire emblem i feel like i'm just kind of cruising through that game and like stomping every single story mission on the first go so maybe that's that's the balance is like if you want the game to just not be challenging at all you'd spend a few bucks and i don't there's a lot of there's a lot of different maneuvers hmm. and it's like oh it looks like you're using the spanish defense and it's like i would love it if i could just spend two bucks and just have it be like just just have like six things you could do right as sort of a training tower. Maybe it would be sick if, like, Fire Emblem has that thing where you hit the main menu button and go in the corner. You can do that, like, auto auto fight, auto battle mode where it just does it for you. I would love a chess game that does the chess part for me. <laughs> Sometimes like- I just watch the computer on this chess.com app play itself. And it's like, I fianchetto my bishop. And I'm like, ha fuck yeah, get him. Get him. Tear him up. Tear, that, tear up white. Fuck yeah, get that knight. Kinda get that wish- white knight. Fuck yeah. I would be really into kind of taking this watching other people play chess thing and commodifying it into i mean we're coming up on super bowl sunday right like yeah i want kind of a i want to watch chess with with chips i had a i had a video idea and i mentioned it in the the polygon slack room i don't think anybody got as excited about it as i did i don't know if you were there and so i'm kind of i want to publicize it now to see if people think it would be good Mm -hmm. to do um and i would love to get my hands on watson the ibm computer and kick its fucking just stomp its balls yeah chess because it's it thinks it's so fucking cool, right? Like it thinks he's so smart, but you've gotten pretty good at it. I and think, the people, I, yeah, I know the word fianchetto, so like fuck off. And like I think I could, I think I could really stomp that thing's balls because it's going to be expecting. That's the thing. That's the re- the reason why is because it's used to playing against you know Kasparov. But that's the and only thing experts. it can do. That's can the only thing it knows pros. is those expert shit. Yeah. I'm gonna come out there with a fucking weak like a one opening and they'll be like what is he even short circuit and just does not compute and then you just steamroll him you just did a queen's sacrifice but not really because you just kind of put her right there in the middle Mm -hmm. like a tasty little treat and you didn't accomplish anything yeah i know i needed her out of the way it's my new rogue tactic oh i've lost no queens i've lost to the to the robot well, instead it, of these, instead of these bad ideas, what if we take some uh, some ideas? That's a good video idea. I'm gonna kick Watson's ass. I'm gonna find out. IBM, if you're listening, let me let me see that robot for a this, second. I'm gonna give it back to you all broken and it might be. I feel like Watson would be too big for a Gmail attachment, but if they just upload it to like a Google Drive or Dropbox and then send that to you, yeah, because I would really be again, I think I could really embarrass that fucking piece of shit. Do you have any uh, any game ideas you like this week? Anything? Yeah, let's start with the top one, and it's from uh, Banksy's dad, who says, "Kirby, your enthusiasm escape awkward situations by swallowing people." Okay, so this is a a series of tableaus, kind of Larry David like yeah. situations where maybe you're you see someone uh, in you're waiting in line at a restaurant, and then somebody kind of cuts in the line. Sure, sure. How are you sure. going to handle that? Do that's con- level one, right? That's the that's the what's the name of what green green woods or whatever the fuck, right. breezy breezy weezy, woods, breezy weezy woods, something like that. Um, that's easy, right? Because then you're just Larry David, and you just woof. That's about as good as I can do. I've woken my child. Fucking great. Well, there's uh, just. A, I mean, I think the human body is designed in such a way that 
there's an instinct that when you hear your father make that sound, you you assume that he's being attacked by like some sort <laughs> of tiger. Uh, he sounds like a big me right now. Um, yeah. So I he inhales everybody in the line, I guess, and then he gets zap powers. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, I just thought of this. By the way, we're all talking about Mario in New Donk City. What if we get the curbster up in there? You're talking suck, about suck an actual tire off oh, a fucking Kirby. Honda Civic. Yeah. And then wheel powers. There you go. What happens if if Kirby sucks up one of those uh, human beings? Uh, the, I've got in... I've got uh, Mark powers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mark now. I'm um, Mark. There's a, I, work, uh, I work at the subway. We didn't talk about it. But uh, there was like at at the uh, Nintendo Switch event, um, they kind of had like a small stage presentation where they talked about Super Mario Odyssey, and they they there was no new content. They just played the trailer, but they talked about kind of the world of it and making a more sandboxy like Mario Sunshine Mario sixty four style game. And apparently during the presentation, they said, "Yeah, New Donk City is like full of all these human things, and like these these humans are walking around, and when you jump on them." What happens is what you would expect to happen when you jump no. on them. No, 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 no. You can't. Like, no, you can't. Mur- no, Mario can't murder people. Is that what, that has to be what they're saying? Right? Is that they just they die and a coin comes out? Well, in the Super Mario RPG games, you can jump on Toad's heads and then use it as sort of a jumping platform. Yeah, so maybe this that's is not what one I mean. Of, this is not one of those games, though. They said what you expect to happen in a 3D Mario platformer. What happens when you jump on a Goomba? You know this. Death. Death happens. The person's death happens. I would love. I'm they very pass excited. Away, they pass away from the job. Well, that's that's. I don't know if I want to buy this game anymore. I want to go. F- I see. I'm having the opposite reaction. I want to go frame by frame through it and see how and they see the animate. Spine just telescope. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got any goodens? Yeah, I do. Um, here is one. By the way, we went that whole time without even doing a whole vor thing, and I'm really proud of me I'm, and like how far I've come. I mean, we almost did until the last sentence you said, and now we're look well, where you and and but you know. Here's one from Donut Secret One who says Discrete Beat Agents, a rhythm stealth game. So that one's just you're just like <laughs> Is that yeah, like what I just I think I'm I'm mostly intrigued by the idea of like how and I want you to help me figure this out, Griffin. How do you marry a it's not it can't just be quiet. It can't just be a whisper whisper game. Um yeah. like Crypt of the Necrodancer proved to me that you can make a rhythm game out of like also, anything. Yeah, yeah, a roguelike dungeon crawling game. How would a stealth rhythm game work? Um, I mean, maybe you have to keep in touch with the inputs, but you have to turn the music down when your mom comes upstairs to make sure you're asleep. Right. You're it up in be- your you're up in your room doing fucking DDR, and your mom comes up, and you have to fucking turn the beat turn the beats down really fast, but keep going, keep up with the steps. That I'm not I'm not mad at that. That that could kind of work. I've been there, you know. I've been in that position. We've all been. Hey, but we've been there. all been there. And you got to give it some of that fucking soft shoe so that they mm. don't. You know, your mom doesn't hear your your crisscross jumps. I'll be honest. When I read this submission, my brain kind of went in a in a different direction. Where it's it's like a. I mean, every if you think about it, every single stealth game is about like timing right it's like you got to time when you cross from behind that bookshelf to that other bookshelf to when the guards back is turned right mm. so like if if you time it properly you could make a whole game if these guards were moving to for example to music you would be able to do some i mean like what i one of my favorite things that happens in rhythm heaven is when you do something that would be impossible to do if you didn't 
if it wasn't happening in like four four time like there's that one from rhythm heaven fever where there's like peas coming at you at a million miles per hour and you've got a big fork and you got to like stab down on them with perfect yeah. timing and like that would be impossible to do if it wasn't happening to a rhythm but because you know the rhythm you can really nail it and i'm imagining a stealth game where you're just pulling off the wildest maneuvers you're spider-manning up a wall on some tom yeah. splinter cell business but it's like all because you know the song really well because you have it memorized you're just pulling off a yeah, but now we're just now we're, all we're literally describing right now is a, is a rhythm heaven mini game, right? I'm a, I want a rhythm heaven. I want Tom Clancy's rhythm heaven. <laughs> okay, I think that could. I think that could. I mean, you've just described it. There it is. Yeah, that's that's done. Um, I have a suggestion here, and it's from Gary the Krampus, who says you are a Japanese salary man whose head is inexplicably a full size basketball hoop. You must evade hoops legend Charles Barkley in your everyday life. Now, is this is there a name for this game or is this just an idea? What do you mean? I mean, I, I kind of am relieved to have an idea that's not in service of some like elaborate pun. I this is if this is it, this is it. I'm, oh, I'm on board. I see what you're saying. No, I don't think it's in service of any. I don't think it's no. I don't think so. Good, great. I mean, sign me up. So he is a he's kind of a, a salary man. His head is a hoop, a basketball hoop. Yeah. So with a backboard you know. and everything. Yeah, I think so. So he wakes up and you know he starts his day. He shaves, which is weird. I guess the net falls off. Um, he shaves his net he shaves his net and then he goes and he uh, he's got a commute today he's got a big meeting um and so over in osaka so he jumps on the shinkansen and then uh uh-oh who's that also on this high-speed bullet train it's mr charles bart it's 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 basketball legend charles bart and are you is this up against like contemporary kind of older sports commentator charles barkley no it's no in his prime I'm not talking about like modern day old. Well, I, I just think that, that like, would make it more fair. Thick Charles Barkley. I know it's not scary that way. Because like sort of sitting behind an ESPN desk, atrophied Charles Barkley is a much that's much more balanced for this yeah. this businessman who, by the way, I'm going to assume knows his way around Tokyo's labyrinthine subway system much better than Charles Barkley does. I guess I don't Shit, know how right. much time Charles Barkley spent in Japan. So, but like it's I'm oh, he's assuming probably, he's probably gets over there pretty often every once in a while. But I don't think he's like, he needs to be looking at Google Maps half the time, and I think that that's part of the challenge. So like. I don't know. I like the I like the balance there. I like I like a, the an older kind of disoriented Charles Barkley in Japan versus yeah, this so, businessman who's easy to spot but hard to catch. Yeah, maybe we. Yeah, I like this a lot. So you're in. I think it moves through multiple segments, sort of like a Left for Dead campaign. Okay. I watched the. I haven't played Left for Dead in fucking forever, of course, because it's a hundred year old game, and I only <laughs> like that modern new shit. Uh, but I watched speedruns of it at HEDQ, and fuck me, that game was just the best. Just, like, the best game. Uh, because the the way that each of the, like, little campaign arcs evolved was so fucking genius. Uh, like, the AI, like, tempo keeper and, like, the escape that had that happened at the end of each, like, all of it was so fucking good. So I'm imagining something like that, right? First part of the arc, you're in Shibuya, and there's lots of people on the street, and so, like, Charles Barkley can get real low and, like, kind of hide in the crowds and then bounce up, and then you have, like, a shark attack. Has, you have to avoid that dunk. Um, and then you can try and lose him, like, in those winding, in the winding streets down the Golden Mile, and then... The ending, I do like you have to get on that high-speed train for a few minutes. Yeah. And then it, all of a sudden, you're on some, like, train of Busan shit where you're just trying to, like, fucking keep them one car behind yeah, you Yeah, you're at trying all times. to run, run, and you kind of got a rearview mirror, maybe, to kind of see how close Charles is, how close Chuck is to closing in on you. That's, yeah, I, yeah that's great. Maybe it's just an actual fucking, like, um, compact mirror, because if you've got your back turned to him, it's going to be very hard for him to jump up and dunk on you. That's true. 
Oh, this is awesome. I I mean, I so I'm not a big Left 4 Dead fan, but I always found attractive that idea that they would always talk about of the AI director. Yeah. How, like, there's this... The game is supervising well, you and I your friends. Did I say friends. tempo keeper? That's not a, anything. <laughs> it's close enough. It was a tempo. I thought that that was like some enemy type that I hadn't heard of. Yeah, there's the the fucking the boomer, boomer the witch, and the tempo keeper. <laughs> yep. Um, but I just love the idea of like the the AI director tailoring it to your your skill level and your play style. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to. I don't want to just fight a digital Charles Barkley. I want to fight against a smart Charles Barkley that is learning mm-hmm. and kind of figuring his way out as he goes and getting better and better and better. And maybe we just take his AI and we take it from different difficulty settings mm-hmm. from like NBA. Well, not 2K16. It would have to be like NBA 1996. Um, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's not. They, 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 that's the thing is we're going to need some bespoke AI. And maybe we just use Watson. Maybe. I just we... love another opportunity to beat that thing's butt. Um, I have a game idea here um, from Specific, who says, pick a random Jaden Smith tweet and make a game out of it. You're going to have to help me out here, bud. Okay. I mean, uh, I know he, do- he tweets dope shit like all the time, but I... He does. I, uh, I, I mean, I've got a, just a handful here that are all all pretty good. Um, there is... Uh, oh, gosh. That moment when peeing feels so good you start crying. Have we done this before? This sounds familiar to me. I'm looking at this list of tweets... I'm almost certain we've done this. I mean, I know we've done basic game off somebody's tweets, and it was like there was Did, one about like you were on a roller coaster and something happened. You know, I honestly, I'm looking at these tweets now, and I feel like we've talked about this on a on a podcast. Well, people know us. I mean, we've been we've been going for over a year now. Happy it's one about, year anniversary. Oh yeah, that's the other. We in between uh, last week's episode and this week's, we hit a one year anniversary, and we should say we're just going to do all the same ideas over again mm-hmm. every twelve months. I, I don't. So I got a suggestion here. It's Grandma wants it al dente. Oh, Grandma needs good. it al. Um, I mean, if we that's that's modern video games, right? We got to annualize. We got to get on that one year cycle. We got to put out good, Grandma wants it al dente twenty eighteen. Also done a sequel to Grandma wants it al dente though. I think we did Grandma wants it al dente ascension or something like that. Man, my memory. It's a, it's a problem being a uh, fucking prolific content creator, Nicholas, mm-hmm. is I have so much content out there now, I fucking forget it like two weeks after I make There's it. There's also, I mean, I, I worry sometimes about about that with me because I'm like, I have a finite amount of jokes in my, my yeah. body. Um, I can't do this all day. Well, let's get, uh, let's borrow some jokes from this one. Also from Gary the Krampus, fucking crushing it. Uh, Gary said, Jeff Dunham puzzle platformer. You can transform into each of his shitty puppets to solve puzzles with their unique racist abilities. <laughs> I saw this too. It's a great submission. Uh, I don't know that I want to go too far down the rabbit hole of actually <laughs> setting of up. Actually these learning tablets. and knowing what the dummies are. I, well, I think I know, I know that there's like, I can name like two of them. I don't know their names, but like, He's just basically got one for every race of people that there is, right? Yeah, like he's, it's like he's, a fun. He can do any. He can. He does every race, and that's what they put on his posters in Vegas. What race are you? He does you. It's fun. Come watch him do you. Come watch him do you in your race with his puppets. It's fun. It's not. Don't worry about it. Like don't think. Don't think too much about it. Don't be. I mean, don't be. Don't don't get offended. Like, there's no reason to be a snowflake. He's just gonna do your race, no matter what you are. Like, I'm, well, I'm, I mean, Scandin- go- I'm Scandinavian. Oh, hold on, here, Jeff. Take this sock. Just glue some googly eyes on it and talk. I don't know. Talk about some like talk about like canned fish or something. I don't know. I don't Griffin, know what they're into. I, just be racist about this now. I don't see what's. I personally, I don't see what's wrong with Jose the jalapeno on a stick. I can't possibly imagine how that could be. 
yeah I, and he sells the puppets now he sells them so he can just kind of like practice practice being racist in your own home without anybody looking at you he really does do every race up to and including old people yeah which is basically basically a race at this point am i right um Jose the Jalapeno on a Stick is also a really great Super Party, Super Bowl party like um, little appetizer. Uh, yum, uh, yeah. If you want the recipe for that, you can find it on um, racisttasty.com. Ta- <laughs> racist tasty on Facebook. It's racy taste us. Um, what what else have we got going on in here? Um, here's one that I, I think could be potentially pretty fun. Gosh Punk says a game like Gone Home, but you play as a changeling, and you have until your new parents get home to find enough clues in their empty house to convince them that you're the child they've had all along. And oh, they also added so like f- <laughs> this is this is a mod for Gone Home, where yeah. at the end of it, you go up into the attic and you you read the note or whatever, and then you read the diary, and then your parents come home and you see the parents, which would be crazy to see it. Can you imagine playing Gone Home and just like you open a door and there's just like a guy, yeah, a human, another human being. <laughs> Hello. I, think, well, I have a I have a very specific vision for how this plays out based on what you just said. I think upstairs you get upstairs and you find the diary and then you look up from the diary and there's a mirror and you're like a space alien and then you oh. transform into the the character you've cool. you've been but then ostensibly but then, playing but then, as the whole time. But then the parents come home, you go and answer the door for them, and they're like, Megan. Hey, what year were you born? And if you didn't fucking learn, yeah, they quiz from all the diaries. It. They quiz you real quick. And so it's if almost you don't learn. If you don't learn, they they shoot you with an alien ray. Right. It's almost like an alpha protocol situation where like there's a time. God, you reference that fucking game a lot. I've never, you know, I've never played alpha protocol. Me neither. I've, but I I know that that game was like a game where you were a spy and people would ask you things and you had to really quickly lie under pressure to get away with it. And I just that mechanic is so good. It needs to be used more. And I think where better than an Argon Home mod where you play as a space alien who is trying to fit in as a as a human girl. Um yeah, it's good. It's I, you good know what one. I love about this is that like we can keep like the first 2 hours of Gone Home exactly as they are and just staple this on. It's really an expansion pack that we just staple on to the end of the game. That's what I'm and saying. I, this is mod discovered. Like this is so easy. Yeah. This is good. This is a good one. I mentioned an idea I had for a game on Twitter the other day, and people were like, you should talk about this on Cool Games, Inc. I don't know if you saw that, but I just hooked up the Oculus Rift, and I got oh, touch. I, yeah, going. I did see that, yeah. Um, the thing about, I, like, I, building your own room? Yeah, it's crazy to me. Like, I've played games, like, there's that Rec Room game, which, do you know about Rec Room? Yes, yeah, the sports thing. You, you, kind, you kind of, of hang yeah, out and there's, in like, open area. social spaces. I played that once, and they have these fucking, like, video cameras in it, Um where you can like pick up the actual video camera and then record footage that yeah, you it can make like an do. animated gif with it i think yeah it's kind of cool except like when i walked in there were like there was like a dude that just like kept trying to walk up to every avatar that was wearing like a dress or a skirt and like film up it and just like <laughs> laughing oh, like man. that the whole time and i was like i think i'm done playing rec room it kind of sucks and there's like a lot of things like that um alt, alt space is kind of neat i checked that out yesterday uh and there was some sort of like event happening where like reggie watts was doing like just like hanging out like a virtual reggie watts which is pretty fucking okay. cool um so like that's neat but i re- what i want is that like sims animal crossing experience where i just have my own sort of virtual apartment that i can I... decorate and custom because the only thing that's fun in vr well there's there's lots of fun things. super hot is fucking god it's so good phenomenal but the best thing is like 
picking up a fucking VHS cassette and then another one and then building a little tower out of them. And I want to customize which VHS cassettes and the table and like everything in my house and then have you over and like we just fucking chill and I, and I want play chess and shit on the chessboard that I bought. I've been thinking a lot lately too about like first like work projects that I'm I'm working on. Like I would love if I just had a big VR room where I could just take every every piece of inspiration I've found, every JPEG, every idea, and like stick it to a wall in a VR space and just have it there. Like that mm. would be so helpful. There's, there is stuff like that. Mm. There's a game I think called VR Basement that does something like that. But like I and there, there's lots of really cool shared social space stuff. But like the first person that cracks that a lot of people are like oh you just want second life no i don't nah. want fucking second life because second life is like weird and and like over overblown and you have to like know how to like code and use external software to like really take advantage of some of the stuff i don't want all that just a fucking online store where i can buy a rug for my virtual apartment and just like hang out in there and if we can get like um big screen function out there's a game called big screen or uh, mm. a virtual desktop where i can get like a fucking virtual recreation oh my of my yeah it's all real and it's all waiting right there and whoever does it first is gonna make a bajillion dollars how many how many years away are we <clears throat> do you think from like a world where you and i are just everything we do we're recording it in vr like I mean, at what, at a it would be point, sick right like yeah i want that i want to come hang out in your vr apartment that would be a delight that's all i want i don't care I, we don't <clears throat> need to get to fucking full-blown like sword art al- uh, online fucking snow crash fucking uh, Ready Player One, like complete total skin tactile immersion. Like, just let me have a fucking apartment. That's all I need. I also want, like, maybe that's why they pushed back that Animal Crossing game that Nintendo's working on, is because they're making a full fledged Vive exclusive. No. No? No, that won't be what they do. Here's an idea from T.F. Springer who says, A game that's like Titanfall, but after getting your Titan, you can unlock a larger Titan that the smaller one fits into, and you can continue getting larger and larger Titans, but the rules for unlocking them are progressively more obscure. How big How big can we get with these boys, though? I think day one, you spawn in. You're a little pilot. You're running around doing a are wall we a, are jump. We, are, sorry, 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 sorry. Are we a little pilot? Like a little uh. inch, inch, inch high private eye? I, okay, so there, I mean, there's two ways to go, right? We either you start out as a normal man <clears throat> and you get bigger and bigger and you're huge, or you start out as a tiny man and you're working your way up. Because I, I kind of love the idea of Titanfall, but then like you look out on the horizon onto the skybox and there's like a Titan that is clearly like bigger than the planet you're standing on, standing next to you, just the um, size of like three worlds, and you're like, maybe I can build my way up to that someday by getting in progressively larger Titans. Oh, oops, this is Gurren Lagan. Uh oh. Uh. Oh, God dang, Gurren Lagan definitely did this a long, long time ago. Um, yes, this would be very good. I mean, I have you watched that particular? Uh, I watched anime? the first episode. I feel bad because I love everything. That wow, those, that's those, weird that there's I, an anime I've seen all of that you haven't yeah. seen. This I is a, the, sorry, I this, I'm actually getting goosebumps right now because this a new is like feeling. weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, I, I really want to. I love everything that those people went on to do like a lot of those people went on to found trigger which has made some of my favorite animation of the past five years and i i feel guilty for having not watched it okay well here i'll, I'll summarize it for you it is an anime in which they get a mech and then they learn how to plug that mech into a bigger mech and then they find a bigger enemy and then that bigger mech plugs into a spaceship which then turns into a bigger mech okay. which then uh they find a bigger enemy so they plug into the moon which becomes a bigger mech. oh my god you, uh, and then stop stop now i'm watching it i don't need okay. to know anything else but there's all i remember was like a drill i didn't know it got this like yeah dude the drill turns into other things so that's i mean i'm saying that we have precedent here and it's very exciting mm-hmm. i do want to have that fucking like end game katamari damacy feeling of like me 
big, big mech inside a mech inside a mech inside a mech inside a mech, like a, a big fucking termekin that I can like fight a nebula <laughs> with. <Termekin. laughs> um, I, I think that's a good idea. I, I think it's it's solid. Um, I think it's solid too. Um, let's speed around it because uh, I. Sure. I I have I have one that I'm very very excited about. Okay. I, do you ha- do you have? One? I feel like I always come at you with this heat. Of right. like, I think I've got the nug. Do you have one that you think is there? The are, nug? There are weeks that I do. This week, I, I think there are some things that I should at least say out loud. They deserve. Uh, yeah. So well, let's let's speed round it then. Okay. Sure. Uh, here's one uh, from Pet Kitties who says, "Don't let the bodies hit the floor." It's a game where you're performing surgery in extremely low gravity, and there's no operating table. So that's, every yeah, that's Isn't that really good? good. I saw that. The only problem is that there's moon and like spaceship levels in surgeon simulator that oh, is definitely real? already this yeah ah, and crap. it's fucking it's fucking buck wild but this is i mean it's a good suggestion damn that's uh, a good this, one this one's from got? matthew j30 who says i'm gonna wait for this car to pass because i don't want anything to get in the way of this good suggestion five nights at frazier's <laughs> so this is like you're just like in a very fancy seattle apartment and it's nighttime and there's been a brownout there's no electricity, and you got one flashlight, but the flashlight's flickering from time to time. And you go into their um, their really nice kitchen with all the really nice appliances, and you turn around, and there's just an old man's face, and he's just like, Eddie! Like an, a yells. Kelsey Grammer face, or is it the older? You're talking the about the old, old guy on the show. Kelsey, the older Kelsey. Okay. Oh. Now, are you, just, you getting yeah, calls he, from Niles kind of building lore? And- yeah, it's like, uh, Frazier, uh, I wanted to warn you that our father has gone rabid, and you're going to need to keep an eye out for him, um, because he will attack you, and he will bite you with his powerful jaws, and uh, you'll be killed. Uh, and, uh, anyway, oh, and I left you a, 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 a nice bruschetta in the refrigerator. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Again, watch out for our rabid father. And then Click. you hear, boom, 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 and then it does the whole theme song, mm-hmm. and then you have to just be careful not to get attacked by the... I also Old man. would like it if uh, every time, at the beginning of every night, uh, right before you get the call from Niles, the phone rings, and then it cuts in a little bit of that ending song, and you hear, they're calling again. Yeah. Oh, that's really that's A little toss great. salad and scrambled eggs joke. And there's also um, an animatronic version of the dog. Um, oh, see, that's the other thing, is that there's the thing about the FNIF universe, the FNAF universe, is that there's lots of those fun dolls. And so, like, one would be Eddie, and then... The, like animatronic Eddie, one would be the Fraser dad. Well, one see, would be who? Uh, there's not that many characters. Roz. This would. I mean, this everything you're saying though is starting to beg questions about maybe this is a game about a shut down, abandoned Fraser themed Chuck E. Cheese that got, has gone haywire. Oh, I see. Which I'm start. I actually find way more appealing than where we started. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Um, here's one from George of the Jungle. Who says, bless this mess. Sorry, what's the name? George of the Jungle. There's two U's, so I kind of had to All right. give, it a, give it a due diligence. Bless this mess is a game where you help a hapless priest unhaunt a hoarder's house. Again, another Katamari Damacy reference. Yeah. Which is like a, just like a big messy house. And you to go me- around and you, the, it's like something in here is very fucking haunted. Is it this like uh, half eaten year old uh, container of Chips Ahoy? Right. No. Well, so the incru- the crucial ingredient to me in this equation is a game that kind of has like that Geist vibe, where yeah, sure. where you can maybe you're the the you're trying to avoid the priest who is trying to unhaunt that, and you hop from item oh, to item. Oh, I see. I see I'm also I see. imagining, and maybe this is a multiplayer thing because I don't know. Did you ever play Elibits? Yeah, sure. Elibits on the Wii was a was a very fun kind of physicsy game about. It's a launch game, right? 
Yeah, nearly, I think. And it, it you pointed your wand at different objects. You can grab them and pull them in and out with, like, full, robust physics simulation. It was it was a blast. I want to do that in, like, a messy, spooky environment. And I want to play against you, Griffin, as you are trying to haunt and sneak up on me. Kind of like a, kind of like the ghosts in maybe that Luigi's Mansion-themed Nintendo Land game. Where, like... Or, yeah. Or in Prey, the, the upcoming... Uh, oh yeah, Prey uh, has Arcanian. geist shit going on in it, yeah, right? It does. It? Where like you can inhabit any like Man, I'm inhabit so any cup. Psyched for that game, and the cups I'm... can also be aliens. It's awesome. Sign me up. Um, can I read one that I'm really really excited about? I yes. think could be a fucking good game. Go for it. It's from Mang- Manglewort, who says a massive multiplayer online game with most players being photographers and tourists, while one lucky person plays as Bigfoot. I think we can expand this out even more and have it be like a full-blown, asymmetrical, massively multiplayer um, with like saved progression, uh, uh, cryptid game. Yeah. Oh, dude. Let's set this shit like full-blown Pacific Northwest, like Twin Peaks ass, Squanomi Falls ass, like Towering Pines. And maybe there is a lodge, the Hunter's Lodge. You can go there and hang out. No guns. No guns. Mm-hmm. Um, just cameras. And other, like, survival gear and other, like, tracking gear, right? And that's, like, you can progress and unlock new um, stuff. And maybe there's different fucking, oh, my God. I could go this is so, so hard on this. So there's, like, one, there's the technology <clears throat> tree, right? And you, you can unlock, like, a radio to talk to other players. Or you can unlock... Uh, like GPS or something like that. And then there's like a um, more like folksy wisdom tree where you can get like a mm. dowsing rod or something yes. like that. So like there'll be some players who are fully decked out in the heat detecting goggles and they're sending like a small submarine into the water to find the and even that, that And that branches out into like um, shit you bought on the internet or like government issued stuff. Right. Um, and while the spiritualism tree can just be more like uh folksy rural dowsing rod no know how like dowsing rods or it could be more like you can like smell the dirt and you can tell if there's been any bigfoots nearby like actual ranger tracking you know i said bigfoots but i I think i actually want it to be like 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 they originally suggested like okay what what i've always found fascinating about star wars galaxies based on what I've heard from people who've played it, because I've never, I never ever played that game, but like a lot of my, like my little brothers did, my friends did. What was cool about that game was this idea that like when you saw a Jedi in the open world, it was a you big lose your deal. fucking mind. Yes, yeah, because so, they, so, they were super rare. Like, yeah, and, and other MMOs are too cowardly to do that shit. I want a game where there's literally one of every cryptid. There's one Jersey Devil. There's if, one. If you didn't play, if you didn't play Star Wars Galaxies, nobody was a Jedi. You had to do like an insane number of things, and I think you also it was reliant on you getting an extremely, extremely rare drop. Mm. And only then you could play as a Jedi. I knew a dude. I worked in a movie theater with a dude who became a Jedi. And I remember thinking, like, that's the fucking cool. Like, you're the coolest dude I know. Like, it's nobody is a Jedi. That's crazy that you get to sit down and play this online video game that thousands and thousands and thousands of people are playing. And you get to have this singular like, experience. Yeah. And, like, when you would walk into a town as a Jedi, like, people would freak out. And I, I love yes. the idea of a game that's based on – that actually takes that and exaggerates it to the, the its natural most extreme point, which is everyone's in the woods trying to find you and you're trying to hide from them. Let me hit you with this. Oh, Nick. You get experience points by finding evidence of – the cryptids yeah and i think you get like a lot for each thing you find like a broken branch in the woods is like decent xp 
um, because the cryptids will leave that. What if we have like a hundred different models of these crypto cryptozoological beasts? So there's mm-hmm. Bigfoot and there's the Chupacabra and the Jersey Devil and everything. Um, but not all a hundred are active at any time, right? So maybe there's maybe there's only like fifteen active cryptids per server, right? I've, I sorry, I've completely fucking fleshed out this game in my mind. So I'm gonna go kind of deep here for a second. So you yeah, get experience know. points. You get experience points by finding evidence of them, right? And then you go turn that into the lodge, and you get new skills that you can use to track them or even trap them. And the way that you like win, and the way that you like defeat the cryptid, I guess, is just by touching it. If you can touch it, they're gone, right? Yeah. So the thing about the cryptid players is you have to play for five minutes a day or else you lose it. You lose your spot. And somebody else becomes somebody else becomes the cryptid. So you have to be five minutes per day, right? Mm-hmm. And so you maybe you just want to do that five minutes so you don't get caught. And so you're in the fucking woods and you pop in and you just run and try to stay stay away. And then at the end of the five minutes, you can just turn it off and you're done and you're cool and you're gone. That's so but then good. like players will figure out where you turn it off. So when you spawn in next time, you have to spawn like within like a hundred yards of where you quit playing last time. And so, so the there other might be players, players will like in the 23 players, hours. Yes. If other players really track the fuck out of you. They're like, they'll oh, know there's where footprints you logged here. out. They'll know where you logged out and just hang out there and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And then for your five minute spot, you pop up somewhere nearby and all of a sudden there's a fucking goose chase. And there's like dozens of these happening per day based on how many cryptids there are per server. So sick. I also think like because we've talked a lot about upgrade trees and and buying new gear and stuff. I think the way that gets doled out is that like if you get a blurry, shitty photo of Bigfoot, you take that back to the base and you sell it. Yeah. And that's how and, you get your your upgraded. And so this camera. can be like a this can be like a raid, right? Because you need a dragnet. Because I think the cryptids have to be faster than the players, just a little bit faster than the players, just a little bit enough to run away. Where if it's just you trying to get a beat on them by by running in front of yeah. or running behind them, you're not going to catch them. You need to have like laid traps around the perimeter uh, or whatever. So the way that you get around that is by having a bunch of players all running all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think if you're like within like a hundred yards of the catch. Then you get like a fuck ton of experience points because you were involved in the catch. The player that obviously the player that caught them, maybe they're the cryptid now, and they get to pick a new cryptid. Mm. And nobody knows. And that's 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 what makes you so fucking excited about this is you go into the woods, you don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what I'm looking for today. What's hot? Well, I heard a rumor. Uh, Billy took a picture of the chupacabra over in the northeast quadrant, sector four one. Um, so I think a chupacabra is out there. So let's keep an eye out for. But him. then you're like, like walking through the woods and you see like the the Mothman in the you sky. See the fucking and you're like, Slender I'm not prepared Man. for this. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck, Slenderman's guys? Slenderman's here. And people are like, bullshit. Did you get a picture? And it's like I got this blurry picture. This blurry. I want. I also want like every camera to be just super shitty. Like it has to yeah. be just real well, crappy. Maybe, maybe not shitty, but they perform with realistic physics. Where you see Slenderman run through the woods and you snap a picture of him, and it's going to be blurry. And so yeah. like, I think that's Slenderman, and you can like post it to a bulletin board, and people come by and like, oh yeah, that's Slenderman. Definitely. Like you can draw a big red circle around where the Slenderman was, and people right. can decide. There's like a veracity component where like there's a bulletin board with all the the, the days. Uh, purported photos of cryptids and everyone can vote thumbs up or thumbs down on if they think that's a real photo of a cryptid or not or if they're yeah. it was just someone's eyes deceiving them oh my and then, god and then, and then you can get like a, um, aesthetic customizations based on like I think you can just like buy them if you want with, with the experience points you get for tracking but like if you've caught like a bunch of cryptids you get like 
a dope fucking vest or some shit. You get like a fucking cool yeah. skin that nobody else has. So this fool rolls into town and he's got like a big pontoon hat and like a dope vest. And you're like, oh, that's the legendary Carl, the yeah. ultimate and, cryptid hunter. And as you roll, as the we, the developers, roll out new cryptids, which we will not announce in patch notes. No. They'll be like, anything new in version 1.6? Maybe. I don't That's know. No way of knowing. Get the, get the fuck out there and see. It's so, I mean, well, there, was that, there was that cool moment a while back where, like, a players and, like, some random Elite Dangerous player encountered alien life for the yes, first time in the game and I nobody want. knew that. That's I want, I want that to happen, stop. like, three times a year in our game. Because it's going to be cool where it's like, guys, I think there's a Jersey Devil active in our server. We got to find him. I don't know. Do you have any proof? Yeah, I'll post it on the bulletin board back in the lodge. And people have to actually fucking come to lodge and look. Not only that, people on the fucking, like, Reddit for this game are going to be like, uh, hey, guys, um, I think there's fucking Slenderman. I think they added Slenderman to the game. And people are like, what? Really? Let's see the pics. I also want to really cultivate a culture of misinformation and of people photoshopping fake images of, like, cryptids that they say are in the yes. game but actually aren't oh my god like it, yes and so in the lodge which i'm now fucking obsessed with this idea of like straight the up, game is just you, called the lodge oh that's really good have you seen have you watched twin peaks no okay there's a there's a big wooden hotel called the great northern that me and the the fam actually went to when we were um in seattle last year and it's just this humongous wooden hotel, right? So this could be like the central hub. And I want there to actually be a physical bulletin. Well, not a physical, but like an actual represented yeah. bulletin board. That's not like a menu or some shit where you can post pictures from your computer. So, yes, you could post a fakey fake Photoshop. Mm. And if players come by and like give it a commendation or a like or whatever, you get experience points. Right. But it's fucking lies. It's not true. That's so good. I, I think, man, this is this, this is, is game. This might. Uh, we say this all the time. This is this isn't this. We haven't been funny in like fourteen minutes, but this is just a fucking very good idea for a game. (laughs) Oh, I want to play this so bad. This is gonna be one of those episodes that I walk away from sad because this game isn't real. Like, what else is there? Come on, we can do. We I know there's I know there's more. I know there's more shit. Um, Let's think about like let's back let's back players. Can the players be hunted by the? And now I kind of only like the relationship of just like when you're when you're the monster. Like, all you can do is log on and fucking bolt. I think for the first, like, year and a half, all the monsters are harmless. And then we introduce one that just straight up, like, hey, where's Jerry? Oh he hasn't God. logged in in, like, a month. Like, oh he, my he's God. the number one hunter of cryptids. And he said he was on the trail of some new monster. And then he vanished from the game. Like, oh, that would be so cool. Like, there's one lethal monster that appears or something. Like Maybe the cryptids have a lodge called, like, their lair. Mm-hmm. And it's always moving. But if, like, one player, like, stumbles across it, they get a fucking, like, mother load. Like, they just walk into this fucking party. And it's like, what's up, Bigfoot? What's up, Loch Ness Monster? Got you, got you, got you. I like that. I do enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Like, I want us to do big, because this whole game is about unpredictability and about surprise. I want us to do big, game-changing shit, like, every... Every six to, to eighteen months, where just something yeah. happens that is totally unexpected. I just thought of a new mechanic. Huh. What if the map is the map's fucking enormous, right? It's like we're on some Breath of the Wild shit. Huge, yeah. huge Pacific Northwest environment. So it's gonna have different biomes. So there's like snowy mountain um, that you have to like get up to. Maybe there's like uh, modes of vehicles that you can purchase as players just to like get from a uh, guy's chupacabra event is about to pop off i think the dude's about to log on get to the woods quick you hop on your 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 ride or whatever and get over there so snowy mountains forests 
There's a, you know, uh, a Badlands area. There's a canyon. There's a big lake. There and has so to be a lake just to get our... To, to get the aquatic cryptids. Get our, like, our Nessie fix in there. Right, so you can get boats and whatever the fuck. So if you're a cryptid, you say you're um, uh, Abominable Snowman. Everybody's going to be looking for you up in those snowy mountains. Now, you don't have to be up in the snowy mountains. No. But I think you get benefits if you're in your home biome. Yeah. So you can get, like, extra speed or whatever. Or maybe you can, like, get lethal abilities or whatever if you're in the snow biome when you are a snow biome monster. So, like, if you are there, you're going to be more powerful, but people are going to kind of know where to find you if they know that you're it's out there. It's a trade-off. I also love the idea of being like, oh my god, guys, check this out. I found the Abominable Snowman. He was in a submarine at the bottom of the lake, just yeah. chilling, waiting for someone to find him. But he'd him. be really weak. He'd be really, really slow. I think the further you get from your like home checkpoint, then mm-hmm. the worse off you are. Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe each monster has its individual lair, and the further you get from the lair, the, the like weaker and slower you are. So if a player finds your lair, they're not necessarily going to find you, but they know where the fuck to look. Because you're going to be... give them a bunch of clues and stuff. Yeah. Uh, here's it's, a question it's I have for you. It's all about clues, and it's all about finding clues. And maybe you get a bonus if there's nobody else around when you find the cryptid, so you don't want to fucking tell anybody. Mm, right. You could be like, I'm on this trail, but I don't want to lose this bounty. Yeah, you find, like, you find like photo. six broken branches and like um, some some like i don't know poop that's still warm and you know this is warm sasquatch poop like this motherfucker is but also all the humans have to poop so there's a lot of there's a lot of (laughs) false positives out there yeah so so you know this thing's within spitting distance do you like broadcast it to the channel and get some help out there so you can all share in the experience if you grab them or you do it fucking solo Solo. style i like so okay tell me this yeah will we have other animals in the game that are not cryptids just so oh like my God, you yes. hear a twig snap you oh, see Nick, something fly Nick, we have I'm, bats oh i'm shaking so like somebody takes a photo of something they're like oh my god it's like bigfoot it's like no if you look there that was actually just like two raccoons there's three deers yep <laughs> yes yes absolutely and it, you, it, so you go to the lodge and like guys look at this fucked up cryptid i just found and people are come by and like homie that's a no that's, right, a that's not a chupacabra. That's, that's just a, a horse at horse. a barn. Is bait? Bait could be an option, right? Maybe, maybe um, instead of having a lair, if you're like a, a like a bloodthirsty monster like chupacabra, oh shit! Maybe you don't have a lair, but in order to like keep your speed up or whatever, you have to like go to a farm and like fucking eat a sheep. Yeah. And so like and you know like oh chupacabra's out, huh? I'm gonna camp out at this farm. You go check out this farm. He needs, to, he needs to feed today. He hasn't logged in in 23 and a half hours. Like, he needs to get that blood. He needs to get on. He needs to get that blood. Oh, boy. Nick. Sort of a Swamp Man could be a fun sort of class to, to yeah. play as. Swamp Man's good because, like, you can, like, you don't move very fast, but you can, like, sink into the ground. Mm. Alex Max style. This is really good. I This game is, is already maybe one of my favorite games we've ever made. Like... Because there's, and I can again like so many upgrades, upgradable flashlight, right? Upgradable batteries that you have to purchase for the flashlight. Mm-hmm. This game is so good. I don't even want to. I don't even want to monetize it in a gross way. I want to no. charge. I want to charge fifty nine ninety nine American dollars for it, and then like you're good to go. You get the whole game forever. It's a year long. It's a lifestyle. There's no subscription fee. You just it, the game work, keeps going out of the passion of our hearts, and it just the player base grows and grows and grows because it's incredible. It's a word yeah. of mouth masterpiece. And you could form like guilds pretty easily right you could form like hunting teams um and like work together with your hunting team and you can unlock your own like 
cabin, your own lodge for your hunting team. So it would be like these prestigious hunting teams of like, oh my God, you guys actually got the Bigfoot. Yeah, there could be limited time cryptids that we put in the game once. And once you get them, that's it. They're gone. And I, and you get like a special trophy or whatever if you took them down. And then in, in your guild lodge, you walk in and you can see all the trophies of all the cryptids that your members have busted. I Nick, think you get like a trophy and like you can also make – like if you get the, the Wendigo and yeah. like – like you everyone on your team gets something made out of his fur or skin or something like a special vest and everyone's like oh my god look at that dude's vest it's the wendigo vest it's so fucking good i love this idea so fucking good nick someone maybe there's like a maybe there's like a npc helicopter service right and it can be like the flight uh vendors in world of warcraft where you can fly from point a to point b where you can give them like uh you know some of your some of your money and then you get to like fly around in a, in a lap on a helicopter and just kind of like fucking scope things out from the sky, mm. getting clues, marking spots on your map from above. That's incredible. Nick, it's fucking very good, this game. I'm would, angry at us. I would really like to. I'm mad at us for making a game that isn't a real game. Steal this one. And no, I'm not going to give you permission to steal this one. If you steal this one, I'll still come after you at court. But please do it because I want to play it. Please make it. You know what I mean? Like it's a complicated relationship I'm setting up right now where if you do make this game, I'll sue you for everything that you own. But I do but really, also, really want to. P- but please wanna, do it, though. Please do it. Like I want to play it. But if you make it, I'm going to fucking come after you like a like a cryptid hunter. The Lodge. Is that what it's just called? The Lodge. It's Let called The Lodge. The, this is so good, Nick, that I'm going to actually check the SEO on this real quick. The Lodge. Yeah, make sure we can... This isn't that taken. shitty Ashton Kutcher sitcom on Netflix, is it? <laughs> Let's, we're no, about to find the, out. That's The Ranch. The Lodge. The Lodge. Such um, a good name, too, there's right? There's lots of apartments. There's a gentleman's club in Dallas called The Lodge. I think we're fucking good, dude. Yeah, we got it. We got it, man. This is our, our first good game. That's not true, but it's definitely our like third good game. It's yeah. Oh, what a banger. I'm I'm feeling a I don't think we were super funny necessarily, but I feel very proud. I feel okay if we get to the end of an episode and we've made a fucking game that actually sounds tight as fuck. Yeah. I know people come to us for the chuckles, and I feel like we give them out sometimes. Sometimes we, I'm, I'm down get, for the chuckles, but I know when we get a hot I'd, thread I'd, like this, like I just want to fucking chase it because it excites the shit out of me. Yeah. I'd, it also every frustrates once in a while, me. We can replace the chuckles and flex it makes you mad because I don't know how to make like I don't know how to make games. I feel like I've I I, I really want to like I want to like write a book about this feeling of wanting to make games and thinking you make games really good and then you talk to fucking like anybody in the games industry and it's like oh yeah everybody feels that way but there, here's a hundred reasons why that game doesn't yeah happen. no totally we're we get to do only the fun easy part of game development and none of the none of the real shit but but it's so good though i like it this way all right the lodge man even the, the name's good I, it sounds so mysterious and intriguing in a way that i'm like god imagine if like one day like at the top of the Steam charts, The Lodge. The what Lodge. is that? You click on right. it, you find out. That's me. Mm. Executive mm. produced by Griffin McElroy and Nick Robinson. You're like, whoa, I didn't even know. What if we just put up a Kickstarter now for this? And then, like, I guess once we have the money, we can just sort of play it by year from there. Sure. We'll figure out like, how to develop games later. I'm pretty sure we can't develop a game while we work at Polygon, but if we make, like, 50 mil on this Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So long, touch, so long, Carboy. So, so long, Touch the Sky. So long, Cool Games Inc., actually. So long, but... Cool Games Inc., guys. Yeah, thanks for listening to the final episode. This, this whole podcast was kind of us building up to, like, waiting for the day we find an idea that's good enough to just dip. <laughs> to dip and either make the coolest game ever or fucking producer-style defraud $50 million out of a bunch of kick suckers. <laughs>
the perfect the perfect crime um fucking what a good game all right well I'm just now. I'm just frustrated. Now I'm coming down from the peak of making this great game. Yeah, I'm gonna and now spend I'm the rest of the day like, thinking about this game. I can't. I'm gonna, I know as soon as we get off the phone, too, Griffin, you and I are going to come up with so many like I awesome know. augmentations for it. Shit. What if we just came up with like? A, what if we start a Google Doc and we actually like game design document this shit out and we just like the secret breathe it into the ecosystem mm-hmm. breathe it out into the verse and just see what happens like if enough people talk about this game as though it's real if enough people like maybe draw fan art of it real. it'll just come to be like the universe maybe the game itself is a cryptid <laughs> <laughs> yeah and here's a screen cap i took of the steam top charts check it out this there's this new game to launch everybody's playing it i don't see it in my steam you that's don't, weird yeah. your picture's really blurry here's a blurry too. screenshot of my steam front page <laughs> how's your screenshot blurry i don't know it just did that happened but here's a big red circle if you can't tell that's where the game would be that's the where the game the is the big game. red arrow pointing at it fucking shit all right well i almost hung up on you i have like my finger over the end call button because it's like well uh, mission accomplished game, job's done all right well this has been cool games inc uh uh thank you for listening to it i man holy shit why we're 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 wasting our we're wasting our our talents, Nick. We're wasting our fucking good good like these are the best years of like brain thinking that right. I'll be able to do. I'm, we're I'm, at I turn, peak I turn, ideas right now. I turned thirty in two months, and then like all my good brain ideas are like gone. Mm. Forbes is going to kick me off the fucking list. Uh, they to make throw you out. Like, yeah, that's how it works. So there's not. You're um, telling me there's not a thirty over thirty list that you can look forward to? No, it's just every. It's just everyone. Yeah. Everyone over thirty is on that list. Mm. Um, thank you for listening to Cool Games Inc. Usually we're funnier than this. Uh, we come out every Friday. Nick and I do a bunch of videos for Polygon. And yes. I, I, I still get tweets every week like, wow, you should do more of these. And it's like we do them on a regular basis. Carboys every Thursday. Uh, Touch the Skyrim every other Friday. Yeah. Mo- and then on, uh, on the other Fridays, you other, and Justin other do Monster Fridays, Factory. Monster Factory. Uh, and then on Wednesdays, I launch a new series called Peacecraft where I try to run around the whole of World of Warcraft without killing anything um and it's it's really fun and the reception of that first episode i put up this week has been really great so it's an I'm awesome excited. show i'm excited to see how i i just it's such a big question mark to me i don't know how far you can get but like so far so good i guess you can get pretty fucking far and i've already started getting i'm like two weeks ahead of that series so um the episode that comes out next week i will have recorded last week um but i'm already getting like people like popping in world of warcraft and like messaging me like randy Uh-oh. can i come help you Here's a, here's a bunch of gold, Randy. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. Um, so yeah, it's a fun series, and I'm excited to see where it goes. And Car- fucking Touch of Skyrim is getting pretty buck wild right now. So dip into that if you haven't. Yeah, then the, the Carboys that came out yesterday and the Touch of Skyrim that came out today are like two of my favorite videos we've done this year. Like, yeah. um, I there's also like there's a mo- <laughs> there's a moment in the the upcoming Carboys that I didn't have time to fit into this episode that is like coming out next Thursday. I you know what i'm talking about the thing uh the thing with the big thing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the big thing and the nose yeah yeah Yeah. it's very it's extremely good uh anyway yeah that's all of our stuff it's all polygon go to youtube uh again like we have playlists for all that stuff and it's all very um it all comes out on a regular schedule it does and if you if you're uh if you like this podcast uh feel free to tell somebody about it or tweet about it or show it to somebody if you enjoy this show maybe share another episode with them not this one because people are going to think it's Podcast where two schmucks who don't two, know how to make two genius games. game designers come up yeah. with the best game idea of all time and then don't make it. That's what the show is. Where two Will Wrights get together and uh, yeah, just slam their brains together. Anyway, this has been Cool Games Inc. Thank you for listening. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. 
Wait, you're... Nope, that's Rosebuddy's... Fuck, I knew I was going to do it at some point. No problem, fun. <laughs>